0: Welcome back Battle Brothers and sisters to another episode of Battle Brothers Apex Legends Dropship. My name is Esty. What's up everybody? I'm Dubs. I, I kind of want to go over a couple things. Right now we are in the uh, the first quarter of season one. We are a third of the way done with season one. Uh, we've had some minor adjustments in the patch notes, some quality of life improvements, but we're going to talk about some glitches that we've discovered today. Uh, we want to talk about in-game leaderboards, skill-based matchmaking, kind of the mistakes, the everyday mistakes that I personally make and Zob's personally makes and and kind of take a look at our gameplay and discuss it with each other and you guys uh, just to kind of bring our focus into something that's going to help us get better at the game. Uh, Does this sound about right? Did I word that properly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, a couple of little things thrown away. Um, but first, Zobs, do you have any community news? Do you have anything?
1: Yeah. Another reminder, if you were on the feed that said, SFW safe for work, in case you didn't miss last episode, we've now cut that out, and we're no longer officially safe for work. So just heads up.
0: Yeah, yeah, not safe for work. That means you are going to hear... Zob's and I be especially nude on <laughs> microphone. No,
1: <laughs> no, just just. Kidding. Oh, you know what? And we're also going to be talking the new uh, Star Wars game. Respawns the developer. Oh. It's, uh, it's big news. Seems like a uh, course correction on EA. You know, they've been kind of the big bad wolf in uh, the gaming industry for a while, for good reason. And it seems yeah. like they're finally listening. Oh, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, uh, Apex, yeah. Huh? We'll
0: get to it when we get to it. But on a personal note, I have just returned from a nine-day vacation with my wife and two daughters. We decided to take a little uh, prance to the West Coast. We had a good time. We had a good time. If if you know me and if you followed along me, uh, there have been a few episodes in the past where I told you guys that my wife and I, we have a 1985 Volkswagen Vanagon, which is one of those... It's not like the old hippie bus. It's the 80s bus, which I actually like better. And then the top pops up, and it's a little camper. So it's got two beds, a stove, a fridge. But we have a, we have a little camper van, and I ended up getting a bunch more time off of work, Zobs, This is the best part. And Again. so we came back from our trip early. We're picking up the van either tomorrow or Wednesday, loading it up, and we are going to take a month and drive around the country.
1: Damn, yeah, dude! Sounds like a quite a trip. All right, Apex Legends. So I want that triple triple
0: badge. Oh, right into it, right into it. Badges, Zobs. Tell me the name without looking triple, at triple. anything. That's that's tell me the, the name of the badge.
1: It's called triple triple. Yeah, it's called the triple triple, and you have to wipe three complete squads in one match. By yourself, by yourself. or as a team? Yeah. No, by yourself.
0: By yourself. So you have to wipe out nine people at a minimum. Or if, you know, they're
1: only a squad of two. Wait, if they're a squad of two, does it count? No, it's triple, triple. And it clearly says you got to squad wipe all three members of a squad by yourself. Three times in one match. Yeah, and then you got to do it three times. Wait, so I have
0: to kill three people, three people, three people in one match? And then do three
1: people, three people, three people in a match? And, and then, then three people, again. three people, three people in another match? That's what I'm telling you.
0: No way.
1: Yeah. It's the uh, it's the three
0: skulls. Oh my goodness. The triple-triple. That... Oh, I love this game and we'll
1: talk about our gameplay and like plateauing later, but man, I... Yeah, I got one. I got one. I gotta do it two more times. I don't even remember the game. But like, <laughs> I found the badge and there's a one out of three. I swear it's a glitch. I don't know, but I, I got two more to go. And uh... So I want the triple triple badge and then the badges I like are the plus five every time you get more than five kills or five kills you get like a little mark towards it and then there's like five kills or five games 10 games 50 games 100 games. So if you see the sword and you see four swords like that fucker that player has That's man. <laughs> I'll, I'll work it in with the edit. I don't uh, like you just you just told everybody that
0: we are not safe for work
1: yeah so. I think it was just like I don't know where that fuck came from like if I'm angry about something and I'm like fuck EA all right but I'm just like like talking about something and just a big old f-bomb dropped so right yeah all
0: right so the four swords okay I see it it's called assassin assassin yes Assassin. That one is a so, badge Yes, I respect. Level him. one, level two, level three, level four. That's a good one. I think I, now that we're talking about it and I'm looking at the badge right now, I'll be able to remember that one. So play a hundred games with five or more kills.
1: That's how I kind of see my lineup. The triple, triple. And I'm going to rock that badge on all my characters. And then I've got games one and then the the swords. And that's, I think, how I'm just going to hang out with my badges until more come along.
0: Yeah, those are some good badges to strive for. Yeah, I really like the badge system in this game. I love it. I do too, and I really want to pay attention to the badges more because basically they they kind of tell a story of who you're playing against. Um I want to recognize the badges so when I see them pop up on the screen, I I could be like, "Oh dang, like that dude is a bamf."
1: Yeah, it's made me respect some uh some of the players banners I see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's something I need to. I need to take my time. I gotta dress up my Barbie doll, and I don't do that enough. I've got like empty slots. I've got some old things that I don't care. if People, I like. I I want to show off. I gotta I gotta look through my badges, find out what I got, and start showing them off.
1: Yeah, there's you one – we gotta do the custom uh, PlayStation icons too, man. Here we are, podcasters, dropship, taking it serious, and we got them stocked. PS
0: I know exactly it's it's about taking the time to dress up our Barbie doll our oh, yeah, exactly, Legends Barbie right? doll is naked right now yeah to have anything stock as a podcaster that is blasphemy
1: yeah so talking about the badges you know I want that triple triple I am working at it not I don't play for it I'm not dropping solo or like trying to use my teammates to get squad wipes or anything like that but like I really want it you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be real happy when I get that badge. And I've never been a person who chases or collects um, achievements or badges, or that's never really been my world. But this is the first game. I want that shiny little square. I want to show it to everybody. Yes, uh, I'm having fun with that. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's and also you have to earn it. You have to earn it. It's not just being at the right place at the right time.
1: I mean, you got to earn it. You got to put in some work. So the thing about going through and dressing up your Barbie doll. And finding all the badges that you want to display and show yourself off and that it gives games personal victories. Now when I win, I'm a little bit happier because I know about the badge that's tracking all my wins. And it feels just like throwing like a little token or a little stone in the cup. And I know if I just keep throwing stones in those cups, I'm going to get one of them badges or I'm going to upgrade my badge. It's a, it's, a, it's, like, it's like a very passive grind,
0: or thing. Yeah. Earning some of these badges, very passive grind, and not all of them are. Some of them are insane. Somebody showed off a badge today on Reddit, but I didn't know this badge existed because it's so far out of my realm. Where it's called <gasps> Sorry, I got the hiccups. I'm drinking spicy pickle juice, and it just gave me like the most ridiculous hiccups. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no way, spicy pickle juice gave you hiccups. Yeah, you- yeah it gave me the hiccups. Um, uh, it's called <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I got my intro. What's it called? The Wild Frontier Champion. And this is this is ridiculous. Okay, so you have to get 50, 50 <laughs> wins with seven different legends. So with each legend, you have to get 50 wins with that person. So that's a minimum of 350 wins. And then you get this badge for, for winning so much. Are you going to edit these out? I'll probably keep them. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. It's like the spice went down the wrong tube and my body's trying to hiccup them out of there. You want to take a minute? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can take a minute. I'm really going to try to hold my breath and get rid of these.
1: Badges, we're talking about badges.
0: Uh, Yeah, so talking about
1: badges, I feel, and if I'm honest with myself, I've plateaued. And I'm getting probably incrementally better because I'm understanding this game better, but I don't think I'm becoming a higher-skilled player. And I think it's due to a lot of reasons and that's our next topic on The Drop Ship. You've plateaued. And
0: if you are familiar with geology, you know a plateau is like a mountain. You go up the mountain and then boom, all of a sudden it's just flat, 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 flat. The mountain does not go up any higher. So when you're on this plateau, you're just walking straight. You're not walking up. You're not getting any better. You're not getting any worse. You're just kind of floating there in a, uh, in a chamber where you can't feel anything. You know, just floating along, not doing anything to get better. So, you know, you're plateaued. You're calling yourself plateaued. How do you reach the point where you can start climbing back up the mountain
1: then, Zobs. Well, I think that's going to be a long journey. And one day I'm going to be on this podcast screaming about my triple-triple. So <laughs> That's you when know, you know well, Zobs is climbing up Two more, two up more the baby. Exactly.
0: gets <laughs> that triple-triple.
1: You know, so like at this rate, if I don't fix something... Well, how long have we been playing Apex for?
0: Uh, Apex has been out since February, right? Yeah. End of January, early February. So it's only been like not even two months. No, it's been a little bit over two months. It's been about
1: two months. I'm looking like end of the year to get my triple triple. And that's not going to do. So I got to start like getting technical about this. Now what's great is that I can start with low hanging fruit. It's me playing with randoms. Now I want to preface this by saying I'm not dumping on any of my random teammates who don't have gun skill or new to the game. If they're just trying to stay by or not like running off on their own, I consider them a great teammate. Yes, so, yes, it's the okay. standards are
0: so low for me to consider a random a good teammate.
1: Yeah. You can you can put 0 on the board. One revive. I'm proud of you, you know. Yes, agreed, right. agreed. There I remember is. my first days in the crucible, right? So, uh, these okay. I want to stay on getting better. This
0: is gaming etiquette, all right? We we segue into like kind of like like gaming. I know.
1: I don't know. I'm not going etiquette. etiquette. I'm not going to be trying to tell. Well, it is okay. You're right. We're getting it into game. It is etiquette. kind of etiquette. Like like be a teammate. This is a team game. Exactly. I uh, I had a run where in four games I had three drops. Where someone who wasn't Jump Master off the boat picks a spot and then drops solo. And then me and the other person, whoever's Jump Master, has to decide, like, do we follow them? Now they've marked the spot. So they're not trying to drop solo. You know, if they just drop solo and fly away, like, okay, they're working on something, whatever, you know, peace, you know, okay. But like they marked the spot. So what they're saying is, like, we're going here, I'm Jump Master, follow me or else. Like, I, you know, I don't know what to do with that. Out
0: of spite, I do not. Follow. Yeah, and it leads
1: to a bad drop, you know, mm-hmm. like the other two drop later, and now they're you know two, three seconds behind, it's a bad drop, and mm-hmm. basically, I need to start just playing with people, and that's going to put me in more gunfights. It's going to give me a lot more opportunities to work on you know team battling and: communication. When you say people,
0: you mean like being in a fully formed squad?:
1: uh no, well, uh just somebody else. You give me two people, I can play the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then I'm happy if the third's good. We get a third teammate. But, like, me personally, when I, like, want to just stop and, you know, play for 30 minutes or an hour, I need to, like, go clean the kitchen and then wait for nighttime when I know everyone's going to be on. It's good for the community, and it's going to be good for my gameplay. So, number one, I just got to cut down my time with randoms, Uh, you know? but not because they're not good enough. Just I'm not getting like viable games.
0: No, that makes dude, that makes perfect sense. I, there is nothing more frustrating in the game where you have the one teammate that wants to just dip out by themselves off the, off the boat. And the thing that I do not understand is, is we've all just waited about three minutes to get into the game. And the object of the game is to win. and Everybody's in teams of three. And so a good firefight will be three people versus three people. And we're not talking about third partying and the better team wins and you move on and then you you battle, battle, battle. But then you have the one person that wants to jump off on their own. And like, I look at the map and I'm like, are you kidding me? We marked it. I'm the jump master. This is where we go. You're over there at slum lakes. You're at the slums, and I'm over here at Relay. <laughs> what do you think going to happen? You think you're going to 1v3 your way to the top? No, you're, you're going to die. You're going to die. So, like, stay with your team, and if you're not the jump master, deal with it. You'll be the jump master later.
1: No, well, that's the thing. Our, no, hold on. Our listeners, like, the type of people who listen to a podcast to be part of a community and aren't also the kind of people who are like doing this kind of stuff. I don't think I'm talking so. About, that's why I, I didn't just, say it was etiquette. You know, on some of the finer right. points, I'd love to talk about this or that. But yeah. I'm just talking about like, because it's gotten worse. When the game started, it was great. And I had fun with randoms and I was picking up great games all the time. And sometimes you got a wonky crew, but it was no big deal. Yeah, For I sure. mean, okay, I had a game. Like both teammates get knocked. I finished out the squads, revived them. Both guys got knocked, finished out the squads, revived them. And then a drop comes. We all square up on each of, you know, it's a it's a big drop. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what do you call the, oh, supply drop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not a care package, right? And we all square up on our corner and it opens and my teammate has like angled himself to jack my item and then he jacks his. And then oh, he started to yes. Oh,
0: yes. Oh, that guy you decided know? to get both of them.
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying, oh, I was playing well, you know, like I deserve this or, you know, I wanted the mastiff and they took it. No, I'm just saying like I was being a functioning good teammate and we all like squared up on the nice triangle that they designed so we can all just get our item and not fight. And this this person had a technique for stealing my item. And then <laughs> I started shooting him because like that I couldn't take that. So then he started teabagging and then oh, I just ran off no. on my solo. I threw a fit. I said, I'm not playing with you anymore. I'm taking my ball home.
0: Yeah, right? I'm out of here. Screw you. Dude, that's actually, that sucks. When it comes to drops like that, If I'm the only one there and my teammates really far behind me, I'm going to I'm going to loot through the whole thing. If we're all up on it, I am going to grab whatever's on my square. And then after my team loots it, I'll see if they left anything. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's not an
0: accident. The thing's a triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Luck of the draw. You each pick a door. You you know, you happen to be lucky if you get
1: the uh, if you get the mastiff. That's yours. Yeah, no. Cool. You know, person jacked a med kit from me, but it was just the it was just the whole thing of it.
0: I don't want yeah, to I don't want to help it, that person win. Yeah, it, definitely the principle of it. I, I agree. I think there has to be some kind of respect for your teammates in the game. And being a team player means seeing all the situations where being a team is being a team and, and then actually being a team. Whether it's yeah. Whether it's your teammate when they're like they click r1 and they say, "I need heavy ammo or I need energy ammo," then as a functioning teammate, if you run across energy ammo, it is your duty to mark that energy ammo because your teammate had said, "I need energy ammo," you know three minutes ago yeah right? yeah, totally I, I think I think that's super important
1: and and yeah yeah, so not I'm not griping on bad teammates i'm just saying as like as a player trying to get really good like i think i'm pretty good right now i want to be like a monster i don't need to be shrouded but i'd like to just be a monster what happened huh are you talking to me i thought you were talking to me you were saying don't don't no i i I, I misheard you you probably thought oh okay okay. (laughs) i thought i was saying something bad or something Um, no okay no Uh,
0: don't uh, speak uh, i know what you're saying (laughs) I don't Good, we got our intro song. Reason. Reason. Don't tell me cause it hurts. Okay. Battle Brothers. Battle Brothers. Don't no, that's, tell me that's what heads.
1: I thought about, that I was going to hold the podcast hostage, and then you uh, had to sing every intro until you got us our real intro. Hey, no, my wife is going
0: to be on it. I'm telling you, she's pumped. All I'm going to do, I'm going to write her a poem. She's going to put her beautiful voice to it, and she's going to make us an intro song, and the Battle Brothers We'll have made
1: it to the top. We will have. So if that the intro doesn't song. happen, do you agree to sing next week's uh, intro song? Agreed. If then my I...
0: wife doesn't pop out an intro song, then SD, I will sing the intro song for next week's episode. Done, without a Damn. doubt. You guys will love it. I'll put that auto tune on. I'm gonna
1: sound like T Pain up in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So to re, re, re. Freaking say the same thing over again. Playing yes. with randoms is a time sink. I got used to playing Battle Royale with the solo mode and just trying to port those habits over to uh, the state of the game right now. I'm on South American servers, so maybe I'm dealing with something different over here. But, yeah, the, that's my low-hanging fruit. What uh, SD, what, what's something you could do to improve? Okay, so plateauing
0: because... I think plateauing is a big thing for every gamer and and actually anybody trying to get good at anything, you're going to reach plateau. So yeah. I also feel like I am on a plateau and I find myself kind of playing the game mindlessly and not, not that I'm not paying attention and getting kills because I'm still getting kills and sometimes I'll go off and I'll do awesome, but... I'm not thinking as hard as I should be and as tactically as I should be. Yeah. I think my big thing, very specifically, is knowing when to ADS on somebody. So I I have this habit right now, and I'm losing a lot of gun battles because of this is that when I am putting my pointing my gun at somebody, I end up ADSing too far to the left or the right. So then I have to finish swinging my gun around while I'm aiming mm. down sights and just so I can you know, actually hit their hitbox. And because my ADS time is so slow, I'm losing gun battles because I'm ADSing
1: right to the left of them. Yeah, you're cutting the... So like a good, a good aim is like a hip fire swing to an ADS. Yes. And... and- you're cutting your hip fire portion short. short. I'm doing it. I'm, I, it's
0: too short every time because I'm always to the left of them because I end up usually swinging to the right most of the time. I feel like that, but I mean, statistically, it should be equal to the left or the right. So that doesn't really matter. But yes, I am not able consistently be on somebody's body as I'm ADSing. I keep swinging around and then, and then aiming down sights a little too early which causes me to lose a lot of battles. So I don't even know how to practice that. Yeah, that's, that's a retraining your brain kind of thing. It, it really is. It really is retraining my brain. I need to not ADS until I know for a fact my cursor is on their body. That is, I think, the biggest obstacle I have on my plateau right now, Zobs. But that is that is my biggest issue. Um, and Cool, that's um,
1: perfect. The randoms thing, isn't really a gameplay thing. That's just a personal issue I got. Mm-hmm. I got to, you know, just, I'm yeah. not, I'm not as social as SD. So I end up playing solo more often and I got to fix that. This is a squad game. You know, I'm trying to run this podcast. It's not a bad thing to do.
0: Uh, dude, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, when Respawn added the option to the left of the screen after a match where it says you could invite this person, if you win with a group of randoms, and you're about to go into the next match like seriously invite the last team you just played with because yeah, obviously i've had some i've had some good games like that and did you add them as a friend or did you only play with them for those matches uh just those matches yeah see i always friend up i always friend request uh, the people that ex- end up accepting my invitation or if they invite me back to their party like obviously, there's some synchronicity. Then yeah, that's that's what the friend systems for on PS4 or Xbox or PC. Add them as a friend, and then you can play with them later on. Yeah,
1: I think I maybe I should start doing that. That's, yeah, that's a really good. I, I think it's very suggestion.
0: important. I think it's very. I, so, I love playing with people.
1: An actual gameplay thing though is kind of what you were talking about with ADS, but in a different way. My hip fire game is garbage. Recently, we promised after the new uh, stick controls dropped that we would just do like a stick only episode or not an episode, it's gonna be a mini episode.
0: I know, I was just thinking about that today too.
1: SD's going on his road trip in that sweet van he's talking about. So I'm gonna be dropping in here with different kinds of episodes on different kinds of stuff. We'll still have the Apex News, we'll have SD when he can record, but like, you know, I'm not gonna do an hour and a half on sticks. So it's gonna be a 15 minute episode where we get in and out and we go through all those crazy you know, aiming styles and details on that wonderfully complex aiming uh, setup they gave us. Okay, here's the problem with the stick thing as it stands right now. When you change your settings and then switch it over to the advanced control settings, they don't port over. So I can't like put four or five steady aim, start there and look at it and like figure it out and tweak from there or that. And then number two, it's they ain't got no numbers. So it's I got to say like, oh, and then I jacked up this like a little bit. It's not great material for podcasting. You know, it's tough. And personally, I really need to tweak my aiming in that I can sacrifice some of my, my middle stick. Because my hip fire is super sloppy. My fine aim is good. My turning speed is great for looking around and whipping and doing. But like in between, there's this real sloppy zone and I can't track people quickly. So I got to work with them graphs and, you know, figure that out. So I'm going to put that episode together and then that's personally what I'm going to be doing to like fix the problem I have. Because if I can just work out that sloppiness, I really feel like I'll start being able to handle my hip fire. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That custom controls really gives us a lot, of, um, a lot of variables to toy with and to be able to get your gun swinging right, to be able to get it to ADS at the proper speed, to be able to get it to, yeah. I, I, I think you're onto something there. That's like advanced technique.
1: So that's our first steps on breaking the plateau. This is obviously going to be a long journey. First steps, first step. And that's a
0: personal first step. So if you have an issue with those things too, kind of chew on what we've said and, and maybe learn from that and maybe you can see some mistakes in the gameplay that you're making uh, that you haven't noticed. But uh, I, I mean, I'll give you another one. This is, this is this is a ridiculous one. Zob's even laughed at me before we even started recording about <laughs> why this is even a skill I need to learn. So in the game, there's the the one by digital threat the gold scope and and we're having a team fight and everybody's in smoke i keep trying to find the team with my scope without adsing and so i i have to keep reminding myself like i can't i can't see the outline of the enemy team unless i am aiming down my sights no it just seems yeah that was really hilarious to me when i understood what he was saying like, like, of course, you have to aim down the sights. Like, it's a gold scope, not gold eyeballs. <laughs> you know, I didn't just get a pair of eyeballs. So, I mean, just little things like that that I keep noticing. It's, it's dumb, but that's me personally.
1: I'm, I'm making fun of you, but I thought early game, I got a peacekeeper with a, or early in the game, I got a peacekeeper with a precision choke. I didn't understand the precision choke or the charge up. And the first time I noticed the charging up was when I had the digital threat on. So I thought it was the digital threat doing its thing. So mm. then I thought I had to charge up the digital threat to use it, to see with it. So then like I get other guns I'm like trying to charge it up or like I'm I maybe I got a gun with a another I ran the peacekeeper all the time. So like I was <laughs> trying to charge up my my like laser vision. With, and I thought with that's what it scope. was. With the
0: scope. With the scope it makes sense. It makes sense cuz you know the precision choke's working because you're your reticle,
1: you know, gets to that point. That makes total sense. Yeah, my brain made the connection. And after that, I just was like, these things are stupid. They're broke. Because <laughs> The digital threat and the precision choke got presented at the same time. And then I stopped thinking about it. Stupid brain fart. Never revisited it again.
0: Yeah, Yep. Yeah. Hot tip. Yeah, pro tip. Bring it. You do it. You got it. You got it. Okay. You got this one.
1: Obviously, a little detail. And like 90% of you are going to slap your head and say like, duh. But like, you know. I like. I haven't been playing the peacekeeper. I've been. I literally am now starting to like. I started at the beginning, and then I haven't been using it. Mm-hmm. The precision choke on a triple take. As soon as you leave your ADS, boom, it's gone. You're no longer choked up. But the precision choke on the peacekeeper, when you charge it up, after that it stays charged for like a second and a half, and then it charges down in stages. So mm-hmm. you can charge that bad boy up, run out and jump and hip fire. And you're getting that precision choke. So you can use it defensively, you know, charge it up, see if they're going to push. And if they don't, you can then drop the ADS and, you know, hop out, get them.
0: Yes. And that precision choke is a monster. I mean, it's kill or be killed. It's a doggy dog world out there. And that precision choke gives you an advantage and you need to take advantage of it. And I think the best situation is when you're having a short hallway battle and you got cover and you got kind of like not too long, you know, you're just on the other side of the shack or that one building, you pop behind cover, you aim down sights, you get that precision choke to the point where it's ready to go, and then you pop out and fire. Oh, this is another... And we are going to segue from the precision choke with the Peacekeeper into the precision choke with the Triple Take. If you follow along our episodes, you'll notice that in uh, several of them, I have spoken my... Displeasurement. I don't know. We I, were I, wrong.
1: I, Our advice was terrible. The triple take is great. We were real assholes about that one. Should have played it. More.
0: I just didn't know how to
1: use it. And, and, and I still struggle picking it up.
0: I have noticed that the triple take is a really good, viable weapon because you throw on that precision choke and you can get those long range battles. And even though it does, you know, as much damage as like a scout rifle. I mean, you can pick apart teams with the triple take. You can do so much damage that your
1: other two teammates can run in there and just mop up. Yeah, the scout rifle isn't is, is a sniper. You got to play it like a scout. It's, you know, a long range auto rifle. And the longbow, the bullets are just too slow. But the triple mm-hmm. take, it's got that energy ammo speed. It's got that spread, so you don't have to have great aim, but you can still just tear apart a team because it shoots pretty quick. So even if you don't have that choke, uh, you know, when I play triple takes, they don't miss a shot. 24 each time, but they don't miss a shot when they're at range.
0: I have been outplayed by the triple take so many times because I was originally super excited about snipers, played with them, then I was... Brokenhearted about the sniper rifles, so that it was really hard for me to pick them up again. Um, so I stopped thinking of it as a sniper rifle, and I have gotten better with it as time has gone on. Yeah, It's heck just yeah. not a sniper to me. It's just not a sniper. What the?
1: Ch- Wait, which one? The G? The... I, uh, any of them? I, I just can't think of them as snipers. <laughs> you know what I mean? You miss uh, I, you miss headshotting yeah. people with the hit scan in Destiny and getting that sweet I ding do. bell. I want to hear that bell. Mm-hmm. I want to hear that ding.
0: That headshot sound, man, that is the most psychologically addictive thing in a video game. Is that headshot kill sound?
1: Yeah the, yeah the apex head sound is like it's nice, it's rewarding, it's crunchy. But Destiny just had this angelic bell. And It just uh-huh. you're just like good job, good job, yeah. ding. Uh, Zobs, you know it's a another battle royale game that's pretty fun to play, right? Ah uh, shucks, Fortnite. Ah uh, yes, Fortnite.
0: And if you're into Fortnite, um, we implore you to go check out Daily Fortnite. Um, it's a podcast, a Fortnite podcast ran by our, our good buddy, Mikey. And it comes out, he puts an episode out seven days a week. Hence the name Daily Fortnite. Yeah, never so misses an episode. He's a grinder. Never misses an episode. So he'll bring you the latest Fortnite updates, news, strategies, tips, tricks, whatever to get better at the game. And uh, he'll help you complete your weekly challenges. And so if you wanted to go check it out, uh, again, he's a really cool dude. Like Mikey, you're an awesome, awesome guy, dude.
1: Yeah, he's got a great community too. Uh, yeah, We actually does. share a lot of members. He's got a great Discord community. He's on it. It's a, it's a great place to be. Uh, yeah, go check out Daily Fortnite. 10, 20 yep. minutes long every day. Yeah, just search, Good search Daily Fortnite. Go check it out. Whatever
0: podcast app you check it out, you, you use. And uh, Yeah, you'll find yeah. it. It's a big one. Really, really cool dude. Really cool community. You won't be saddened.
1: We're going to be doing something Respawn related here. We're real excited about Respawn as developers. They make some crispy video games. And the gaming community in general is freaking out about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Because it's shaping Um, up to be a pretty kick-ass game.
0: uh, You know, I just watched the cinematic trailer of it. and, And I don't think there's any gameplay
1: trailers out there yet.
0: Nope. Uh, the the release date for it is November fifteenth later this year. So we're gonna get the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and I tell you what, the cinematic trailer is pretty is pretty epic. I mean, yeah, it, it, it hits cool. you in the feels. It hits you in the feels. It's the last Jedi because after after um, Order sixty six occurred, which was the uh, genocide of all
1: the Jedi's. I I uh, would like to suggest we don't spoil the trailer. Uh it's gonna tell you kind of the setup of the plot and how the good guy becomes the hero and you know, but let's just let people watch it. It's in the show okay. notes. Okay.
0: Blah 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 blah. Uh
1: yeah, in the show notes.
0: Zobs is gonna put it in there, the cinematic trailer for the, the new Star Wars game that Respawn and EA are developing, and it looks really rad. So it's going to be story mode, campaign, single player, epicness. The the graphics to me from what I've seen so far going to be really awesome. There's going to be no loot boxes. It's just a game for you to have fun in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it's going to be, be a campaign.
1: Hero. So okay, one totally wrong about what I just said on the show notes because a lot of you just want to know what the hell's going on with the new Star Wars game. So this gets revealed in the first like 25 seconds. These are the details you need to know. So it's set in between episodes three and four after the Empire takes over and our hero is working in an intergalactic shipbreaking yard. And shipbreaking is basically where they, they have this you know, in real life and it's the world's most dangerous work and basically they just get these super old terrible ships and they dock them and then people just tear them apart like little ants. And he's doing some of that work And his buddy falls off and he's got to save him with the Jedi powers. And I think that that's the feels you were feeling. Where'd you get the feels? I just, I just Uh, killed like the first 20 seconds. You just
0: basically killed the entire thing. And and yeah, maybe that was the whole thing, right? So, and when I say, when I say gets, when I say hits you in the feels, it's like, it's like when you see somebody with superpowers, you're always like, man, if only I had the superpowers, like, you know, a game or a book is good. When you can really relate to or fantasize being the protagonist because you want their powers, like the movie Jumper. When I watch the mm. movie Jumper, it hits me in the feels because, like deep down, I want to be the dude that's teleporting in and out of bank vaults and not taking anything because I don't steal, but being able to do that and, <laughs> and then teleport away, you know, to the top of the the Egyptian pyramids. Yeah,
1: that's to- That is. That so, is a, so, like a point where you, you really connect with the movie or story.
0: Yeah. So you 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 got the last Jedi and then you picture yourself being like the last Jedi. You've got Jedi mind trick powers and you want to be that guy. And so this game is going to allow you to be that guy. And that's, that's it. That's all
1: there is to it. You're going to so be the last the,
0: Jedi and it's up to you to save the Jedi Order.
1: Yeah. So the guy we're talking about, his name's Cal. And he's played by an actor named Cameron Monaghan, which is an actor that I like. And you would reckon, Uh, SD, have you ever watched uh, Gotham?
0: I have watched Gotham. Did you get to the part with Joker? I only watched season one. Did Uh, you watch season one?
1: Anyways, so yeah, he's the guy that plays the Joker. And then he's also um, in Shameless, the redhead. Yeah. Yes. So, anyways, well, yes, that's interesting. That y- you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. So, they, you know, they call the mocap. This is going to be a story-driven game. They've called the combat system thoughtful uh, combat, and uh, that's Jedi, you know, sword combat, like SD was just talking about. So, it's going to be a story mission mode, which makes so much more sense than trying to turn Star Wars into some kind of shooter. Like, yeah, like it's fun shooting things in Star Wars, but you have people who want to like play a game competitively and be the best at it. And then you have people who want to like live in the Star Wars universe. And then you're like trying to find people who like are going to go hardcore to be the very best at the Star Wars shooter, which is, you know, must have been Nirvana for a few people, but seemed like just a real thin slice. So anyways, I'm super happy. It's not really an original thought but I'm glad to see him just give and the license to make like a good old story campaign.
0: Yeah, yeah, e- EA's got a lot of a uh, lot of trust building to do with... Oh, yeah, trust building, right? Yeah, trust building. This is a trust building exercise because uh, I know a lot of people are let down with Battlefront 2. I never played it. Uh, I know the community was extremely upset about the loot boxes and the pay to win. Uh, you know, you got to pay to be Darth Vader or... Or whatever the whole de- the situation was.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I, super, super brief recap. Basically, a, it was a $60 game, and characters like Darth Vader, I believe like Han Solo, were unlockable, but with literally insane unlock times like 400 hours of gameplay. Got, I might be exaggerating, but it was like 200 hours of gameplay. I remember being like, I did the math and I was like, you'd have to grind hard for like a month or two, and then you'd get to unlock Darth Vader, or you could pay to unlock him. And it was just that sitting in a $60 Star Wars game was just the community blew up it was you know ea's third or fourth big screw up with a big game and it seems like they're trying to redeem themselves their stock price took a beating heads rolled community like they are the boogeyman they are the punchline eia is real aggressive with their monetization strategies apex legends it works out pretty well because it's a free-to-play game and you know they're being pretty restrained about it but ea has got some making up to do
0: yep agreed they gotta make up so
1: you know respawn
0: we'll see what they what they pop out on november 15th i'm sure it's gonna be awesome though yeah i'm
1: excited to play some some single player story mode games yeah
0: i i have been i have been stuck on battle royale for months and months and months
1: now and i really want to play some souls games or soul like games sekiro i'm gonna play the surge playstation just gave me that for free and People are saying it's got fantastic mechanics, so I'm gonna jump into that here pretty soon. All right, 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 all right. All right. Man, I got now. mastered Call of Duty. I got monsters to kill and Monster Hunter. Man, I am backed up. Oh, dude! All I'm doing is I'm playing, I'm playing Apex
0: Legends, and then on my PC, I'm playing Devil May Cry Five. Oh, that's right. How's that going, dude? I love it. I haven't played it since before I went on vacation. But it's a lot of fun. I'm getting a lot better at the technical moves and the combos and it's not just, you know, press a button, press a button and kill, press a button and kill, press a button and kill. I mean, there are some button combinations that you really got to think about and there are some timing with it and some of the bosses are pretty tough to beat and there are certain battle techniques you need to use to be able to beat the boss and so that combined with the fact that I am a beginner PC player, so it's it's causing me to really think about where my hands are on the keys and what buttons to press while battling. It's it's definitely making my uh, my brain faster at at pressing keyboard buttons. So yeah, I'm that seems it. like
1: a game like a great game to learn on PC because for yeah. me because we played through. Mm, it was at the end of ps2's life cycle whatever devil May cry 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 2 2. we played devil May cry 2 and that we played through that and that was just beautiful and it was so fluid and the combos yeah so i can only imagine where it's at now yeah it's great
0: it's 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 i mean they they were breaking some records with the amount of games that devil may cry sold so they they did pretty well for themselves and people listening to our podcast are gonna think we're just talking heads up here trying to sell things <laughs> it's really not this is just our conversation it oh really uh, no
1: no no no! i will be selling things as soon as somebody offers me some money to sell it assuming it's yeah. a product i like oh i want to yeah sell it's it. got to be a product you like definitely oh, like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah come on uh, or it's a product that like i can just say like i'll be like zip recruiter do you need to hire somebody oh. <laughs> 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 you know sure I, I like ZipRecruiter. It's a I'm
0: sure it's a good company. <laughs> you must have heard that ad way too many times. Uh ZipRecruiter. Uh, get that well, audible oh, money. I've got I've got more. I've got more. Whoa, Back heck on track. yeah, what do you got? Uh okay, so I was reading an article, and I'm sorry I can't quote it. But... Dude, writing's dead. Podcasters <laughs>
1: are taking over.
0: So, it's a dead um, medium. Yeah, podcasting is pretty amazing. But I was I was reading an article that said Apex Legends has reached the point now where n- people that are just starting it are going to have no fun because the people that have been playing it that are already better than average, Meh. that those no. people are going to have mastered the mechanics and basically are going to ruin the game for anybody any newcomers that are coming because they're not going to be able to keep up. What? And this, this happens what? with every game. Every game game out there. Every game. And so developers, no matter what game it is, always has to bring up the same conversation. Skill-based matchmaking or not. Oh, that's right. Do you have an internal tier system where you have personal scores that as you get better or if you play really well, your score goes up and up and up and up and up and as your score goes up, you start getting matched against people that have similar scores. So this would keep, you know, higher tier players playing against higher tier players and newcomers playing against newcomers.
1: Yeah, I, I loved that in Destiny, it had, I want skill-based matchmaking because it's going to make me a better player. Now, is it a viable, like, solution? I don't know maybe eight out of 10 good players like to pub stomp. And like, that's what they want to do. And if you have kind of an, you know, you go a different route where you've kind of got an opt-in, you know, professional mode or not professional. What is it? Pro, oh gosh, competition. You make a comp mode. That's great. But then it sucks out all the good players out of the, the regular pool. And then you've got sandbaggers who just have fun by getting 15, 20 kill games, just mopping up all the new people trying to learn the game. So, if you have enough of those people, this nice safe space you tried to create for newer players just turns into, you know, like a a, a killing field for, like, players who just like to sandbag. It's a hard thing to come up with. That's I don't the have dilemma. a clear opinion That's on this That's
0: the dilemma right there. And so, and so, for skill-based matchmaking, I personally, me, don't like that because I don't, like, as Zobs and I were talking about being on a plateau, is say we're stuck on the plateau, then we're going to stay stuck on the plateau because we're not going to be facing anybody that's significantly better that we're going to be able to learn from or battle against. I want to be able to battle against the, the highest of the high, like a top, a top 10 player. Yeah. Because, you know, that, that's how you get better. Like when we used to ride bikes, we rode bikes with people that were better than us, that could do more tricks than us. And because we rode with them, it caused us to progress much faster. And so I think skill-based matchmaking, I'm not really into it because then it's, it's, it's really going to separate the high tier from the low tier for a longer period of time because there's not going to be anybody able to lift those people up by, you know, playing against them.
1: Yeah, but you're forgetting how it felt to just start. Like, we were playing Goldeneye when we were, like, little kids. There's some people who, like, their first shooter... Actually, we got somebody in the crew. You know, this is his first shooter, and he's dropping into this game. You know, I got warmed up on Doom, and then I got to play Goldeneye, and then I got to play... Perfect Dark 30 or Perfect Dark something. And then I got to play Call of Duty 1. And then I got, you know, and like now you're just getting dropped into freaking Battle Royale. This game, that's a curve. So I think it'd actually be good if they could create like a safe space for newer players. But it's just hard because if you can earn anything in that space or there's anything to be claimed from that space, how do you keep out the sandbaggers who are like looking for the YouTube clip of like a 30 plus kill game?
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. When you got no prior skill sets and you don't have years of experience to learn from. I forget. I forget how new you actually are. Yeah. Um, so, to y- a you game. know.
1: Uh it's kind of tricky. They need to keep things changed. Like they need to give something to competitive players. You know, they don't they're not like creating an esports scene right now. Or at least they said they don't have plans to. I'm sure they have something planned eventually. Yeah. But right now they need to do like you know like a competitive Fridays basically what i think they need to do is create trials but for this where like wins yes. get me tokens into the tournament and then i get linked up with other tournament players and like a top 3 finish gets me to the final match of a bunch of other top 3 finishers but they you know start out with this or that or like give me like a friday night where i can drop like 3 hours into the game and come away with like a super victory and make me work for it for months
0: yeah. Yes, I do like that. Well, no, I
1: don't. T- I hope it doesn't take me months cuz I'm t- I'm reliving my destiny days, but like now my teeth are sharp. So, but like make it hard. Make it a yeah, mountain to climb. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I would love kind of like an in-game tournament style play just like that. I I I agree with you. I think that would be the best way um for me personally to progress because I would be able to see how I'm getting beat by all these players every time and and being able to learn and, and and adjust my gameplay accordingly.
1: I think it's too early to start introducing stuff like that. I think. Yeah, I, like, I give think, me a solo
0: mode. I I okay, okay, okay. This is good. We're gonna segue to like one of our last points. Um, a, a lot of the community right now, I read, there's a, there's a lot of saltiness. Uh, Twitch numbers are down. Uh, Apex Legends isn't being watched as much. Uh, the player counts down just a little bit. Way down. Way but down. I don't think it matters
1: and, as much as we and, think for what
0: we care about. And there's a lot of people online complaining like, hey, if, if Respawn doesn't add some of these things like ASAP, uh, I'm out of here. But it basically, Respawn's saying, we want Season 1 to be about you guys learning the game. We want it to be about you figuring out the mechanics, you learning the weapons, you learning the movements, you learning the legends, and then... It's just straight raw gameplay, like you're playing to win, and then you get some cool skins and loot and stuff on the side. Now, that's what Season 1 is about. The timeline for the game, I mean, there's going to be new maps, new legends, new movement abilities, new guns. I'm sure there's going to be new limited time modes. I'm sure there's going to be new challenges. Like, that stuff is coming. It is just not coming for Season 1 because they're working out their bugs. They want us to work out our bugs. But it's coming. This game has, was way too successful, way too fast, and it's way too fun to die this early. It's not going to happen. So people yeah, are talking about walking out of the game. game. Walk out, fine. But there's going to be so much more stuff added in the we near future. We don't want you here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want you here. Uh, I, I do agree, though, that like throwing some things in there to make it a little spicy would be cool. Like, I get season one We're supposed to learn something, but one season's 90 days. Like give us like one limited time mode,
1: one LTM. You know what I mean? Yeah, another thing is that Fortnite, Fortnite has set this pace. Like a lot of, like one, a lot of kids weren't playing Fortnite when they were still just working out like huge bugs. Like if you didn't play Fortnite at the beginning, you couldn't even imagine like how, I guess it's maybe an old setting, but like the controls were garbage. Lots of animations were garbage. Things were rough. I didn't know Epic was a giant developer. I thought I was playing an indie game. And it was mm-hmm. only after a month or two, I realized it was Epic of, you know, freaking Gears of War. And, like, I'm an idiot. But, you know, yeah. I just the game I was playing did not feel like a Gears of War mm-hmm. uh, by far. It was amazing yeah. and fun, but it was rough. So now, yes. they they like as you were saying, they work out all those kinks. They make the game's fundamentals dialed in and smooth and... And then they then could start having fun with the map and crazy game modes and building out the ecosystem. But even that Fortnite, like Fortnite is a much simpler looking game. You can build a new city in Fortnite a lot quicker than you're going to build a new city in Kings Canyon. So it's a different game. And a lot of people are they just to them, that's normal. You know, yes. 90 yes, days they have, in video have- game development's nothing.
0: I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I went on vacation for nine days. I told my wife, hey, we're we're getting home late. I know we want to hang out. You know, we're going to cuddle. We're going to get the girls to bed and we're going to sleep and it's going to be nice and comfy. But I was like, I need to go upstairs. I need to turn on my PlayStation so that whatever update came out while I was gone will download so when I hop on to play, I don't have to wait. And I came upstairs and I turned on the game and there was no update. And so to me, After playing Fortnite for months, I was so used to a big update happening every single week that I kind of got spoiled by it. And so I I automatically expected a big update after 11 days and there was nothing. Uh, I wasn't too heartbroken because I had remembered that they were going to keep it kind of slow and chill this season. But I did expect that. So I can see why so many other people expect so much more quicker than we're getting it right now.
1: Yeah, I think they need to add more badges. Like, I want to see, uh, like, a six revive Lifeline game. Like, if you pride yourself in being a damn good medic, I want there to be a badge where you can show off that you revived six homies or two homies three times or one homie six times. Whatever happened in that crazy game where you got six revives. And, yeah. like, that's a, that's a special badge, you know, that you can chase. You, you're not chasing the triple-triple. That's not your jam. Cool. But you're chasing that, that six revive game and it's cheap, it's free, it's super fun, and it gives like people who like to collect and get stuff a way to like work towards stuff. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I kind of am going to unleash like my old grumpy grandpa right here and say like this is not a looter shooter and the point of a battle royale game is not to get stuff. You're not here to get stuff. You're here to like have fun with your friends, get better at shooters, and that's about it. And then pick up some sweet skins along the way. But when people say, I'm leaving the ga- this game if they don't give me some stuff to get, it's just like, go play Monster Hunter. And if you if everybody in the community has everything from all the monsters, then yeah, they get to say like I'm leaving this game if they don't give me something to get. That's fantastic. I get that. But... Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, if you want some new weapons or a new game mode or this or that, okay, I understand that. I've been playing the same game every day, and, like, yeah, it's a little bit of a grind. I'm sitting here talking about downloading the search. I love it, and it's great, but, you know, it's hard to play the same match over and over. You know, I just wanted to say, like, you know, if you're going to hate on the game for not giving you enough loot, maybe go play a game with loot.
0: There you have it. Maybe go play a game with loot.
1: That's my grumpy grandpa for the day. Yeah, grumpy, grumpy gramps. I love I, uh... loot. I love <laughs> RPGs. I love collecting. I, I love Monster Hunter. I've I got to still kill the Final Fantasy crossover. But yeah. Aside I, from that, you know, like I got a pretty serious hunter.
0: That that's cool, man. I, I know nothing about the game. I downloaded it because you and Squid really wanted me to download it, and I could never get into it. Uh, I did uh, in the last nine days. However, I did play Super Mario Brothers Deluxe on the Switch, ooh, um, and ended up beating that just yesterday at a rest stop in the middle of the
1: desert in Arizona. What makes it deluxe? Is this like a side-scrolling, great just Mario game, or is it three D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Super
0: Mario World meets the original for regular Nintendo. Okay. So you know what like when you beat the level, you gotta you 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 jump on the flag, you know, the flagpole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so you jump on the flagpole, and then you got Bowser and you got the castles and and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I wasn't let down because the graphics were awesome and a lot of the levels were cool, but I there's no way it could find a place in my heart like those two games did when I was younger.
1: I want to go through all the video game catalogs like pull up all the super nintendo games and scan through all of them and remember every single goddamn game i played and i will remember every one of them and turn it into like a 20 minute just badass thing and like i stop on metal gear and i stop on final fantasy and other games i loved and games i can barely remember
0: yeah that that actually be really cool because yeah i i feel like if i saw a list of games too i would be able to pick pick out what games i played and yeah, especially if you saw the cover art. The games that are at my core that that make up who I am as a gamer are totally different than the games that make up your gaming core. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I played a lot of Vegas Vegas Stakes on Super Nintendo gambling in and- and oh for wings. real? That's cool. And, yeah, I played a lot of Pilot Wings too, and that that was a lot of fun. Um
1: Yeah, Pilot Pilot Wing 64 was groundbreaking. That blew every little kid's mind. Um okay, okay. I uh
0: Dude, I we I, we woo, 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 woo. we kind of
1: we kind of touched on everything I wanted to touch on, bro. Okay. I'm so, feeling pretty good. thank you so much for coming back and checking us out and sticking with us. We're back and just, we love the hell out of you thank you for being here
0: yeah heck yeah uh, uh, thanks for listening please come to the discord uh Zobs has got it in the show notes the invite for the discord you can hit me up on Twitter or follow me at
1: SDbb yo and I'm Zobs BB XO BB follow us on Twitter right now we basically just post the shows but we're building up a following. When I we like I don't post much, but I interact with all my followers. I'm gonna follow you back, and you know. And then also, if you want to help the show out, uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, drop us a rating or even a review if you want. It really really helps the show. Yes, and we love reading
0: them. Uh, they're awesome. Oh hey, and we got a YouTube channel. So if you want to we subscribe, do. Find, yeah, we do. Battle Brothers Gaming, we're launched. We do. We got videos coming. Oh, I'm such a jerk. I got I got clips to send. And I saw a lot of people on our Discord sending clips. So yeah, thank you. But to everybody on the Discord sending in their clips, uh, you guys are awesome. Zobs. I mean, that dude is a hard working man.
1: Yeah, Nugget. Thanks for sending yeah, in so many clips. Yeah. Uh, Eagle sending in clips. And you guys, clips.
0: I want to play with my Discord family. All right, right. I'm, I'm going to be in town. I'm only going to be able to play Apex Legends until Thursday and then I'm
1: I'm off for a month. So I But the podcast is not off. I will be here. We're going to be making episodes. I'm not going to be able to play for a while. I
0: I think I'm going to I think I'm going to pack my PlayStation and once I recharge in Kansas City, I might play a little bit there and then record an episode at my grandma's house. And That's a great plan. Yeah, so I might do that, but for the most part, I'm going to be recording podcast episodes in my van, using a hotspot, and I could be, you know, on top of a mountain in the Appalachians somewhere. Who knows? So,
1: so get Sounds ready like for Sounds like we might have. Okay, hey, I'm going to interview SD about his DDR days. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, definitely. We're going to do we're going to do a mini episode on that. SD's got some quick feet, and we're going to hear about a different kind of gaming. SD really (laughs) yeah
0: dude i actually got stories i got tons of stories yeah this will be fun that'll be a fun little a little bonus episode you guys can hear about my. so
1: i'm gonna be bringing the the apex because i got time and a playstation and we'll be bringing you sd episodes when he can apex when he can other things when he can't more
0: more so because honestly like christiana and i are going to start a bible study podcast. And so we're going to be working out all the bugs on this trip. We're going to try to learn a little bit of editing. We're going to be filming um, our adventures as a family. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Bible. Uh, I'm also going to be doing the podcast with Zobs, Apex Legends. Like really, like that's that's what our hobbies are. We want to show people our lives, and we want to connect with other people in their lives. Because honestly, like like community is the biggest thing you know for us that's that's really that's really beautiful man
1: oh thanks bro that's that's really how we feel i on the other hand plan to use this podcast for vengeance <laughs> a long time ago young yay i sent him a very nice comment and he did not respond so we started this podcast to build a community to grow and strengthen and and destroy Yong-Ye. Take over the world. Then take over the world, obviously. Yes, obviously. Uh, Yeah, that's what's up. So so. thank you for supporting us. Thanks for checking us out. The podcast is not going anywhere. The dropship is growing. We'll see what we do, but we're gonna do something. We'll see you next time. And you know what? I'm gonna see you in a few days with that damn stick guide. And like 20, 30% of you are gonna be like, yes. And we know what we're gonna figure out this hip fire problem, cause yeah, been, yeah, and, it ain't and, the solution. Ain't in the regular settings. I'll tell you that. And, and so I'm gonna figure out that wingman
0: problem, and then one day I'm gonna get a bunch of kills <laughs> with it too. <laughs> Your wingman problem. Yeah. What happened to you?
1: <laughs> what happened?
0: No, you know what, dude? I actually got a, I got like five kills. I I won a match earlier today as the kill leader with seven kills, and I pretty sure five of them were with the wingman, and I could not believe it. I was like what i dude i was hitting every shot headshots boom 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 knocking people knocking people knocking people and my teammates i mean they had like over a thousand kills one of them and like i was balling out on them and it felt awesome
1: (laughs) Dude, way to go sounds like you fixed your problem hey can i actually so in destiny we've talked about it real quick the last word you know how it's a hip fire monster right in Apex Legends, the hip fire, I've been testing this with all the guns, the hip fire spread is completely misleading and it shows you the entire possible range, but it is not randomized. The G7 Scout has a great hip fire. At close range, you can just hip fire that thing and it, it, it stays pretty on point. So the wingman equally has a really great hip fire. And I think in if your brain, you said, oh, they gave me another last word. I think you would just start mopping people up because you were a monster with the last word. I'll check it and out. I'm pretty sure. I'll check sure it out.
0: Check out you get what fire. I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Instead, of, instead, of, instead of ADSing a little closer, I should try hip fire and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it, man. Thanks. Thanks. That's it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. SD is out. Yo. Laser. Laser. Blaze more laser.